0: All your floors really squeak you live living a money pit Money pit If your basement needs a pump Or your place looks like a dump You're living a money pit
1: Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler,
2: and I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: Happy holidays, everybody. Hope you are ready to uh, tackle a few final home improvement projects before the new year rolls around. We certainly are here to help you. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. One project you might be reaching out to start this weekend is to string up those holiday lights outside your house. If you're going to do that, you want to be super careful and remember that a steady ladder. Can save you a trip to the emergency room. So coming up, we're going to have some safety tips for using ladders that will keep you on terra firma, we hope.
2: And speaking of terra firma, you know, also coming up this hour, natural stone, it looks great. It's very, very durable. And although it might seem like it's maintenance free, it's not. So we're going to share some tips and advice to keep your natural stone floors or your countertops looking as great as they first did when you had them installed.
1: And do you have that one handy family member or friend that you would have a very hard time shopping for? Wouldn't it be great if there was a group of sort of secret shoppers that could help you pick out the perfect present? Well, there is. And the service is absolutely free. We're going to tell you all about it in just a bit.
2: And this hour, we're also going to help you get your floors ready for the hordes of holiday visitors that are heading your way. We are giving away a flooring installation kit from Lumber Liquidators. It's worth $60, and it includes really most of the tools that you're going to need for a do-it-yourself flooring job.
1: So let's get going. The first tool you need is your telephone. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first?
2: Susan in Maryland is calling in. She's wanting to know when a house has outlived its usefulness. I love how this question is worded. What can we do for you, Susan?
0: Recently, in the
2: springtime,
0: I discovered I had termites out in my sunroom. Wow. They ate everything in front of my swimming pool. Um, and it's just, I don't know, my children want me to buy a new house. And <laughs> I don't want to.
1: You want to give the house up to the termites?
0: Um, not really, (laughs) because everything's all paid for.
1: Yeah. Listen, there's a solution, okay? Um, Susan, the best way to treat termites is to use a product called Termidor, T-E-R-M-I-D-O-R. Now, it's professionally applied. You have to have a a, a pest control firm do this for you. But the way it works is they will apply this to uh, the area in and around your house, not inside the house, but really the, the, the perimeter. And the termites don't live, uh, you know, up on the ground on the surface. They live down deep in the soil. So as they go back and forth to the soil to their nest, they pass through this termiticide, it's called, and they get it on their bodies and they take it back to the nest and they pass it from insect to insect. And it's pretty much germ warfare for termites. That That is the end of the colony. When they pass it to each other, it totally wipes them out. And the stuff can last like 10 years and it's safe. And uh, that's the way I treated termites when I had them in my house, and uh, it's worked very well for me. And I think it'll work well for you too.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: All right, you don't have to give up the house to the termites now. <laughs> All right, you can stay. All
0: fortune. Thank you.
1: Bye. <laughs> All right, Susan. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Hey, speaking of uh, termites, Leslie, I want to mm-hmm. relate a story to you about... Oh, got um, a
2: termite from my house
1: well, called you and about, was letting me know my, what's in there? about my, uh, my mom has a, has a house. My mom and dad have a house down in Florida.
2: Mm-hmm. Which termites are very common down there.
1: Termites are very common down there. And so they uh, had a termite uh, contract, termite contract, that they kind of let drop for a while. And they weren't really happy with the company and the service. So they went to another guy and he was good for a while. and Then he sort of faded out. You know, a lot of contractors come and they go. And so she wanted to go back to the original guy. So... The original guy says, well, you got to pay for the two years that you that you didn't have the contract, which I thought really? was, was a grab, a cash grab. And then I started thinking about it. Um, I said, you know what, mom, you don't really need this termite surface contract because you already had the house treated. We know the treatment's going to last for a good 10 years. Plus, when I thought about it, you know how those houses are built in this particular development? Concrete slab, concrete block walls. The only thing that's wood in the house is the truss roof.
2: Mm-hmm. How for, the
1: term, for the termites to get up there...
2: They've really got to be ambitious. They've
1: got to really be ambitious. I mean, you've got to have a leak that's going on for a long period of time. So you've got an entire community down there of houses, in this particular case, that are really a very, very, very low risk of termites, for which those people are paying hundreds of dollars a year for the privilege of having a termite well, service an contract. And you know why? Because most of them come from the north, where they're used to doing that. But in mm-hmm. Florida, in this kind of construction, they don't have to do it. And That's the contract amazing. didn't cover drywood termites, which are the only kind that can fly up there and eat by themselves. cells. They covered subterranean. So you really got to look at these agreements uh for pest control operators and not just kind of sign the dotted line and write a check because sometimes they don't make sense
2: mm-hmm. and it's and it's kind of a shisty business because you, you're dealing with people who are so used to having a contract like this of a certain age you know it's like you feel like you're falling prey to now it's interesting that they wanted to back charge your parents because we lapsed on our termite service for a year and I called our exterminator. We were having, you know, earwigs just because the soil was too moist from the sprinkler system. They were getting in the house. And the guy came and he said, you know, you didn't pay last year for the term I contract. I said, I just, I completely didn't think about it. He was like, don't worry, we'll re-sign you up. You don't have to pay for it. Like, they were really nice about
1: it. Yeah, that was it. the right way to handle it.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. So these folks went for the cash grab in my parents' case. And you know what? Now they didn't get the service contract and I hope that the word is spreading throughout the development that uh, probably not necessary whatsoever.
2: Well, young Tom, you are going to be getting everyone's contracts for review from that building, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom's going to be like, my son, he knows about this stuff. Send it to me. I'll have him read it. Have (laughs) him review it. That's right. (laughs) Get your glasses on. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can be part of the fun. Give us a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week with your home repair, home improvement, design, decor question, whatever you're working on. We'll give you a hand with that project at 1-888-MONEYPIT.
1: 888-666-3974. Up next, every year, falls from ladders send hundreds of homeowners to the hospital. Before you pull out your ladder for holiday decorating, we've got the tips to help you make sure it is safe. That's Money coming up pit. after this.
3: The Money Pit is brought to you by Milgard Windows and Doors, MillGuard windows can help save on energy bills and qualify for up to $1,500 in tax credits. Credits expire December 31st. Visit milgard.com to locate a
2: window dealer near you
1: making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
2: And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we want you to be part of the Money Pit. So pick up the phone and give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Not only will we do our very best to answer your home improvement or your repair question right here on the fly, but you are also going to be automatically entered into our random prize drawing. And this hour, we are giving away a do-it-yourself installation starter kit, courtesy of our friends over at Lumber Liquidators, which can come in very handy if you are planning a flooring project this winter. Now, the kit includes a hammer, spacers, measuring tape, dust masks, hobby knife, chalk line, and reel. You name it, if you need it to install a floor, chances are it's in there. It's got $60 worth of tools and products, but if you get on the air with us this hour, it could be yours for free. So pick up the phone and dial 1-888-MONEYPIT.
1: 888-666-3974. Well, it is time to deck those halls with holiday decorations. And if you are getting ready to No doubt you're about to get up on a ladder, perhaps for the first time since last year. Save yourself a trip to the ER, please, by checking it out first. Worn or improperly used ladders can cause hundreds of thousands of serious injuries every year. So you want to inspect it, for cracked uprights. Those are the sort of the side pieces. You want to look out for split rungs or loose rivets. Very common. They will slip out and cause the rungs to fall out. And also make sure your ladder has slip resistant rungs and feet because that's like the first thing that wears out is those slip resistant coverings that go on the bottom feet.
2: Mm -hmm. And now here's something really important. When it comes to using an extension ladder, you want to make sure that the bottom is pulled away from the wall that you're working on by at least one quarter of the height. So if your roof is at 12 feet high, then the base of your ladder needs to be at least three feet away from the house. Make sure you have somebody there to help you as your spotter and maybe ask them to please hold the base of that ladder steady, not just kind of nonchalantly put a hand on it, really make them do their job. And finally, never ever stay on the top rung of any type of ladder. That sticker is there for a reason. Don't take it off and use it as decoration or think, eh, it doesn't apply to me. Once you get above that sticker standing point, it will become wobbly and unsteady. So just don't risk it. Enjoy the holiday season without a cast on your arm.
1: 888-666-3974. Give us a call right now with your holiday home improvement question because we are here to help. Leslie, who's next?
2: Veered in Delaware, you've got the money, but what can we do for you today? I have a mold
4: that builds up between the shower doors, which are aluminum, to the fiberglass that the shower is made of, mm-hmm. right right in the connection between the door and the shower and the fiberglass. there is a mold that I see it, but nothing cleans
1: it. What have you tried? Have you tried uh, bleach? Straight bleach?:
4: Yes. I tried bleach, I tried OxyClean, I tried Mm. um, um, white vinegar, I tried, you name it.
2: (laughs) Now, are you seeing it on the caulking? That's sort of the connector between the two, or is there no caulking there and it's just sort of built up? It's
4: like like on the caulking.
1: Okay, well then, now we know why it's happening.
2: Yeah, because once it sort of super saturates the caulk that's there, there's really no cleaning it. The best bet is to remove the existing caulk, and you can do that with a product that's called a caulk softener, and you can get it at the home centers, and you apply it, and then it sort of peels right out. You just pull it right out. And then with that open space there, clean very well with bleach, bleach and water, let it dry, you know, really dry it out, and then go ahead and re-caulk the surface there, that sort of space between the shower door and the tub top. And that will do a great job of really, you know, giving you a fresh surface. You've cleaned it all out and make sure when you buy the new caulk that you get one that has an antimicrobial additive like microban so that it won't grow
1: mold. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
2: Louise and George is looking to get a tankless water heater. What can we do for you? Uh, I am
0: interested in having one, but I am skeptical because of all the things I've heard that they're very expensive and also you have to have a specialist to install them.
1: Well, first of all, they're going to be more expensive than a standard tank water heater because they last a lot longer, plus they're far more efficient. And yes, by all means, there are, you know, hundreds and hundreds Of qualified installers, even thousands across the country. You will find occasionally a plumber who's not familiar with them and never took the time uh, to learn how to install a tankless water heater. I mean, let's face it, the water heaters are getting more complex and they're getting more efficient. And that's a good thing because that means that they're more efficient. Now, if you install a tankless water heater right now, I mean, before the end of the year, you don't have a lot of time left. But if you do it right now, you can actually earn up to a $1,500 federal tax credit by purchasing a high-efficiency unit because that tax credit program runs out at the, at the end of the year. But if you do it now, you can actually reduce the cost of the unit by a substantial amount.
0: Is that on any brand?
1: No. It has to be a qualifying unit, and most quality manufacturers have units that qualify. Uh, a good website for you to start with is Reem, R-H-E-E-M... R-H-E-E-M dot com. And right there on their homepage, there's information on the energy efficient tax credits as well as tankless water heaters.
0: Okay.
1: And I think there's a dealer locator there too, so you can certainly find an installer that way.
0: Okay. So Rheem is really a brand name, isn't it?
1: It is. R-H-E-E-M dot com. It's an excellent brand.
0: Okay. Very good. Can you give me an approximate decent price? This is going
1: to be a measuring tool that you can use. It really depends on how many bathrooms that you have in terms of which model uh, that you might need, but you want to buy one that's just the right size for the number of bathrooms. It usually starts with one to two bathrooms and goes up to two to three and then three full baths and, and more.
0: Very good. I really trust what you folks say because I've been listening to you and enjoy your show. So I will go with that. I will go with that realm and see if I can work something
1: out there. All right. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit, And the website, again, is reem, R-H-E-E-M, dot .com.
2: Rick in Washington needs some help with a bathroom remodel. How's the project going?
1: Uh,
4: it's
5: going pretty well. We're down to deciding which type of tub we want. And we're wondering if a ball and claw cast iron tub would gain us any value in the home after the remodel versus a resin style, the newer style resin tubs.
1: Well, the good news, Rick, is both will get you equally clean. (laughs) Uh, In terms of return on investment, you know, I think that a remodeled bathroom by itself is going to be a great improvement because surveys are showing that you get somewhere in the area of 80 to 90% return on investment for remodeled bathrooms and remodeled kitchens. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of which one is going to be right for your project, that's more of a decorating choice, I would think, Leslie.
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If your home is of the certain time period and architectural styling where the claw-footed tub is really the right choice, then I mean, in my opinion, you cannot compete with a claw-footed tub. They're gorgeous. They're ginormous. You can take a beautiful, deep, long soak in a bathtub like that, and you've just, you know, hit the nail on the head for my dreams of a bath. And I would buy your house tomorrow if that was the case. Um, but I really the, the think
5: that's house a- is, I'm sorry. The house is an, a 1931 uh, farmhouse, so we didn't know if, it, if there was an inherent value in going with an older style tub. Versus a newer style resin tub.
2: I think if consistently you're going with historically accurate details, you're better off to go with the with the cast iron tub.
5: Okay, very good. We also we love your show. Thank you so much for the help. You're oh, welcome,
1: Rick. Pleasure. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
2: Charlene in South Carolina has a question about flooring. What can we do for you today?
4: Well, I need some advice on. Um Good carpeting for an extremely high traffic area. And I can't get Berber because of my
1: dog. Hmm. How about no carpet? Yeah.
4: Uh, because, yeah, that's what uh, somebody asked me before. Uh, she can't. The dog freezes and panics. We do have tile and hardwood flooring in different sections of the house. right. And the dog will chase the cat onto that area and, and then freeze when she realizes where she is and she screams.
1: She thinks like she's like on like an oh, ice yeah. sheet or something?
4: Exactly. She acts like she's on an iceberg and she doesn't move but she wow.
1: screams. You got a dog with issues, Charlene.
4: It's pathetic. It really is to see this huge lab just standing there frozen. Oh, um, man. no, I, I'm not gonna do that to the dog. As much as I'd love to have hardwoods all over mm. Hmm. So, like I said, I do need, and this comes right into the house. They do walk through a Carolina
1: room. Uh,
4: That is tiled, but mm, not everything gets off the feet, and we're very, very close to the beach. So sometimes there's sand.
1: You mentioned that you have cats and dogs. Do they, does the cat scratch because the carpet's going to be the issue? Probably a a low pile is what we would recommend and maybe a commercial grade, right? Well, I
2: I mean, the other thing here is how much square footage are we talking about to cover with this carpeting?
4: Um, Probably 300, 350.
2: Oh, that's not much. Now, what you might want to think about is there's a company called Floor, and it's F-L-O-R.com, and they manufacture kind of like a modular carpet tile, and they're you know 20 inches square. They range from like 6 to, I want to say, $11 per tile. They're super durable, and the beauty of it is when one of them gets dirty or damaged, you just sort of pop out that one tile, either clean it if you can or toss it and replace it. So it's really a perfect option for you. And, you know, you can check out all the options at Floor.com. I mean, they'll send you samples. It's really a great site.
4: It sounds like a plan.
1: All right, Charlene, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. And with all the money you save, you can get your dog some therapy.
2: (laughs) And shoes. (laughs) Maybe if the dog wore like those furry inside slippers, it would always think it's on a rug. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Well, there's always that one person that you just have the hardest time finding a gift for every single year. Well, if it turns out that person is also handy, we've got a great tip for you on a group of secret shoppers that are standing by right now to help you find that absolutely perfect holiday gift for the home improver in your life and on your list. So stick around. 888-5.
3: Money Pit is brought to you by SnowblowersDirect.com. Thinking about getting a snowblower? Check out SnowblowersDirect.com's interactive buying guides, recommendations, and customer reviews. Snowblower experts are available to help you pick the perfect snowblower. Visit SnowblowersDirect.com.
1: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler.
2: And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, it is officially the holiday season, and this year we are finding that practical items are topping everyone's gift lists once again, as we're all trying to spend money more wisely. I know I keep asking for a dishwasher. I don't know when my husband's going to catch on. <laughs> so how exactly do you shop for the do-it-yourselfers who really seem to already have everything? Well, you know what you do? You turn to the expert at Sears, of course.
1: Well, that's right. The Sears Blue Tool Crew can actually help you in the store, on the phone, or online with all of your handy gifts this year. Here to tell us more about how these Santa's helpers work is Bill Kiss, the Chief Marketing Officer for Sears Holdings. Hey, Bill. Hi. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. And you know, shopping for a DIYer has got to be one tall order. How do you guys help those shoppers sort of narrow down the best choices for the guy or the gal on their list?
5: Well, you know, Tom, you, you said it very well right there in terms of the, uh, you know, the Santa helpers, and that's what the Blue Tool Crew's role is in, in life, and that's to help whether you're a DIY yourself or you're in the uh, in the mad scramble to buy something for a do it or so we're out there as gift advisors, but at the end of the day, our folks have been trained, um, you know, whether you call, click, or come on in, um, our folks are ready to ask a couple of basic probing questions and make sure that we understand who you're you're giving to and uh, make sure that we get you the right tool solution for your budget and and for that gift.
1: And I think that training is absolutely critical because we're not just talking about, you know, sort of your average sales clerk here. These guys are very very specialized and they really know their their tools. I know that you demoed this for me once and I was amazed with the level of detail and expertise that your Sears Blue Tool Crew actually has. That must uh, must must have a lot going into that
5: yes a, a whole lot and we for example we put together a tool rally within our entire organization heading into the holidays to make sure that the blue tool crew whether it be you know the folks in the front line in the stores or the folks that you can call for gift advice at 18774 blue crew that they're well trained on the latest gift ideas and again it's not even so much about selling it's it's about listening and helping that customer get the right gift that they uh, they want to give
2: So should the shopper already have an, you know, an idea of what the person they're buying a gift for has in their tool arsenal already? Or is it really more about what they use the tools for their craft and their specialty?
5: You know what? Great question, Leslie, and we could take it either way. If you walk in and you have intelligence around, you know, for example, my dad is a, is a big tool lover and tool geek, and I could walk in and say, hey, I know that he's got, you know, multiple drills, a drill press, whatever. He seems to be sort of the woodworking type. What else would he want or need? That's one path. And the other would be just basically saying, hey, I've got a friend or a whoever I'm buying for, and they're a mechanic. You know, what are some of the latest, greatest innovations that, might be out there that, um, you know, that individual would want. And again, the Blue Crew can, you know, ask and answer the the right questions and again, get you to the right gift solution.
1: We're talking to Bill Kiss, the Chief Marketing Officer for Sears Holding, about the Sears Blue Tool Crew. And uh, Bill, we get a lot of uh, interest in folks that want to know what's the latest, what's the greatest, what's the hottest home improvement gifts for the holidays. So what's going on over at Sears? I know that you've got a whole bunch of Craftsman product coming out, don't you?
5: Yeah, we have got the latest, greatest Craftsman Next Tech uh, product right off the line. It's hot for this holiday season. It's called um, the Right Angle Impact Driver, and you really have to check this out. So, again, part of our job as the Blue Tool crew is to, whether you want to come check us out on YouTube or walk into a store, you got to see this thing. So if you've got to do it yourself or this is a must-have gift, it's, it's, again, like I mentioned, it's uh, right off the Nextech 12-volt platform. Um, it's got some really, really cool features that, at the end of the day, every DIYR could, could really use this. So we're thrilled to have it, and it's uh, ready for holiday.
1: Now, we were actually over at the uh, Craftsman Experience Store in Chicago, and I think we had a chance to play with this, and I was amazed with the power that it had in such a small, compact product.
5: Yeah, and, and you know, you really have to, Tom, to your point, we challenge people, you've got to grab this thing and give it a try to really understand what it does for you. It not only gets you into these very, very tight places, but it brings so much more ease into what were historically been very, very difficult uh, jobs for traditional drills. So you've got to get into a store, check this out, or to your point, get down to the Craftsman Experience and, 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 and put it in your hand and give it a try.
2: Well, it really is super helpful. I know, I know Tom and I have had the chance to not only go to the Craftsman Experience, but utilize the Blue Tool Crew, and it truly is a wonderful opportunity to get that right gift at the right price point, and it's really something that you know this person is going to enjoy and love.
5: Yeah, again, you know, Leslie, great, great point there. You can come into our stores or go online or call us, and again, whether you're thinking about it through uh, the perspective of is it the right item for their particular DIY passion, whether that be a woodworker or what have you, it could be a budget question. And again, we're very, very in touch with the fact that these are difficult economic times. So we've got gifts that are under 10 bucks, and we've got, you know, things as high as 500 depending upon how lavish a gift giver you want to be. But the point is we're here to help. So our, our role is to be your trusted advisor and get the right gift that you want to give.
2: And maybe if you don't know exactly what to get, but you know a tool that this person already has, can they recommend an accessory or a new bit or something that could go along with something that's already in their toolbox.
5: Well, uh, yeah, you're you're actually given. Uh if we had everybody come in, it would be that easy. But you're absolutely right. So if to build on your point, if you walked in and said, you know, for Father's Day, for example, I got my dad or my husband a great new, um, you know, drill set, Um, you know, what could I do to kind of round that out? And our folks, the Blue Tool Crew can get them all kinds of different accessory ideas, whether it be, you know, bits, blades, it could be an extra battery pack, all kinds of things. And those things are really, really cool when it comes down to uh, stocking stuffers as well. So great
1: point. The Sears Blue Tool Crew. These are your exclusive secret shoppers for the DIYer on your gift list. Check it out at Sears and sears.com. Bill Kiss from Sears. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit.
5: Hey, thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it.
2: All right. Well, we all love granite and marble and even travertine. And you know what? They're fantastic surfaces for your kitchen, your bath, even your floors. But just because they're stone doesn't mean that they're maintenance-free. They actually do require a little tender, loving care. So coming up, we're going to give you some tips on the best way to clean and maintain your natural stone floors and your countertops.
4: You live in
3: The Money Pit is brought to you by Generac and the Generac Automatic Standby Generator. Be protected and never worry about power outages again. Visit your favorite home improvement center or call 888-GENERAC or visit generac.com. Your home will stay on the next time the power goes out. Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
1: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. I'm Leslie Segretti. And give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT because if you do, one caller we talk to is going to win the flooring installation starter kit courtesy of our pals, at Lumber Liquidators, which, by the way, is a fantastic place if you are looking to pick up some hardwood floor. The kit includes a hammer, spacers, measuring tape, dust mask, hobby knife, chalk line, and reel. You name it. If you need to install a floor, chances are it is in there, and it's worth 60 bucks. That kit's going to go out to one caller who reaches us with their home improvement question. The number is one eight 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 money pit.
2: That's right. Pick up the phone and give us a call because we'd love to give you a hand with your project. And, you know, we really do keep track of what you guys are calling about, what you're working on, what you need a hand with. And it turns out that a lot of you call and email the show about caring for your natural stone surfaces. And most people think that natural materials like granite and marble mean there's no maintenance. Well, that's not necessarily true. They're very strong, yes, but the right type of care and maintenance can actually help those surfaces last pretty much forever ever. So keep in mind that certain chemicals and tools, they can actually discolor or dull the stone and maybe even shorten its lifespan. Now, when it comes to fluids, you want to make sure that you steer clear of acidic fluids like lemon juice and vinegar and any cleaning products that are containing acid or ammonia. And when you're cleaning your natural stone surfaces like your floors and your countertops, it's also a good rule of thumb to avoid products intended for tub and tile, as well as anything that's powdered or abrasive. And keep in mind that certain types of stone can scratch very easily, such as marble and the travertine. Granite's way stronger, but it's certainly not scratch resistant. So make sure you use caution with these surfaces.
1: Now to play it safe, you want to clean stone surfaces with a mild liquid dish detergent and warm water. Make sure you change the water very often and be sure to use a very soft cloth or mop. To avoid stains and other small disasters, you want to use coasters, trivets, placemats, and cutting boards. Now, with the right cleaning tools and just a few good habits, you really can protect those natural stone surfaces and keep them looking good for many, many years. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question. Your holiday fix-up chore is easy if you pick up the phone and call us first at 888-MONEY-PIT.
2: Maria and Iowa needs some help with a wallpaper project. Tell us about it. Well,
4: we've been in this house for about three years, and the wallpaper has been up probably a total of 10, if not maybe more, mm-hmm. okay. um, in the kitchen, in the bathroom, and it's on plaster walls. So how would I remove that?
3: mm do uh,
4: the plaster.
1: Yeah. Well, what you're going to want to do is, is you're going to have to score it, first of all. And there's a tool called a paper tiger that does that you run it over the wall, puts very small holes in it. Then on top of that, you can use a wallpaper uh, remover, or you could use fabric softener. Fabric, fabric softener, softener
2: is surprisingly effective.
1: At, really? at breaking down the glues. You
2: use it full strength or mixed with water? The full strength fabric softener, you sort of roll it on the wall with a paint roller and then you let it sit. I'm not sure for how long, but you want to let it sit there and kind of saturate the wall. And that's why the scoring is so important, because if it's a vinyl wallpaper, it needs to get underneath that vinyl and get to the adhesive. And even if it's paper, it'll sort of just loosen up what's there and then get to the adhesive. And then you'd be surprised at how easily it peels off the wall.
1: And the best part is your room smells lemony fresh when you're
2: done. (laughs) That's great.
1: Maria, if you, if you still have a problem getting it off, um, the final step is to rent a wallpaper steamer, which is a hand tool that's got a plate on it that's like, I don't know, about 12 by 18. You hold it up against the wall and it shoots uh, high temperature steam in there and that will also loosen the paper. Look, there's nothing easy about removing wallpaper. It's a lot of work, certainly a lot easier to put on than it is to take off, but you know it's worth it if you want to change the look of your room.
4: Yes. Well, thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, Maria. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
2: Teresa in Vermont has a question about her basement walls. What can we do for you today?
0: Uh, we have some, We had a very wet summer, and we have something growing on the walls of the basement. They're not. The walls aren't wet, but there's something growing that looks like frost.
2: Oh, it's like a sort of like a white haze, if you will, like
1: crusty stuff.
2: Uh, yes, it's, yep. it's not hard.
1: Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm.
2: but well, it's, it's just white. Teresa, I mean, you said it yourself, you had a very wet summer, so obviously the ground had been saturated quite a bit, and even if your basement is dry, those concrete walls tend to, you know, suck in a lot of moisture from the earth. So now what you're seeing is when the moisture gets into the concrete and then evaporates out, it leaves behind sort of a mineral deposit, and that's that whitish haze that you're seeing on there. It's easily fixable. All you need to do is clean it with white vinegar and water, and then make sure you rinse it kind of well with water on top of it and yeah. then you know dry out your basement with a dehumidifier and that white haze will go away. Okay. All right, thank you very much.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 1888 money pit.
2: You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Butcher Block, it's a great option for your kitchen island or even your countertops. That is, if you keep it clean. So we're going to have the tips on how to do just that next.
5: Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home for
2: calling 888-MONEY-PIT.
1: making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT or head on over to MoneyPit.com and post a question in the community section. We select several questions every week from the community and answer them right here on the show, starting with this one from Sue in Illinois.
2: That's right. Sue writes, one of our countertops is about two feet of butcher block. We put in new countertops and sanded down the butcher block to fresh wood. Should I apply anything to that wood? Somebody suggested mineral oil.
1: Actually, it's a very good suggestion. You want to make sure that the mineral oil is marked as food safe but that is a very good oil to use. Now, you don't want to use vegetable oil or olive oil.
2: No, that seems like it'll go rancid.
1: It does. It goes rancid. It gets very, very nasty. But mineral oil is actually a good thing to do. Other finishes for butcher blocks, you can use beeswax, uh, or you can even use walnut oil or almond oil. They seem to hold up reasonably well. Uh, Two, But the most important thing when it comes to butcher blocks is to make sure that they are clean. Because while they're beautiful, while they're durable, while we love them, and they're just so traditional in our homes, the problem is that they're very absorbent. Mm-hmm. They soak up juice from the meats and everything else that you put on there like a sponge. So you need to be very, very careful to keep them clean because they could collect E. coli bacteria. There's a few ways to do that, starting with basic hot water and soap, Scrubbing it very, very well and drying it thoroughly. But there are also some natural ways to sanitize it.
2: hmm You know what? Vinegar, straight up white vinegar put right on your countertop, is an amazing disinfectant. It's really effective against bugs like E. coli, salmonella, and even Staphylococcus. You should keep a spray bottle of the undiluted white vinegar handy so that you can easily clean and sanitize the surface. Also, bleach makes a fantastic sort of sanitizer, equalizer of the surface. You want to do one teaspoon of bleach in one quart of water, or you can even use a dilution of water and vinegar with that bleach. And if you do that every so often on your countertops, it'll really do a fantastic job to keep it sanitized, but always clean with the vinegar and the hot water and soap, and you should be in good shape.
1: Well, shopping for a fresh Christmas tree is a great holiday activity for the entire family. Just make sure the tree is right for you. Leslie's got some tips on how to do just that in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word.
2: That's right. I know we're going to be getting our tree this weekend after we jump out of the record studio. And if that's you, oh my gosh, I can't wait. As soon as that turkey is finished and done and it's the next weekend, I am all over a Christmas tree. So honey at home, get ready because we're going tree shopping. All right. Well, if you are also tree shopping and you're looking for a fresh Christmas tree, here's a few things that you want to keep in mind while you're out at the market. The needles should look shiny, green, and fresh. They shouldn't be dry or brown. They should not fall off when you pull on a branch and remember that you want to measure the space in your house where you're going to put the tree both horizontally and vertically and bring that tape measure with you to the Christmas tree farm because we always end up with a way taller and fatter tree that we can actually put in our house. But I really like it, so I don't mind that it's so ginormous. It always and, looks
1: very small at the farm. When you get home, it can't fit, though, right?
2: Exactly. Well, it looks small <laughs> next to the bigger ones next right. to them. But suddenly, when it's wedged between your wall and your fireplace, not so small. It's
1: pretty diggy next to that 40-foot fur. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: You want to make sure that when you're picking your tree that you look for one that's got stronger branches like a Royal Fraser fir or a Noble fir because those will hold your heavier ornaments really nicely. And if it's possible, you want to lay the tree inside your car or your trunk for your drive home. Now, if you do drive with the tree on the roof of your car, make sure you tie it down securely. If you want some more great information about tree shopping, why not check out my next blog at moneypit.com. I'll let you know how my tree shopping adventure went and give you some tips for you to find that perfect tree.
1: And I think we should have a picture of your decorated tree in the blog. Oh my gosh, I love
2: Christmas trees.
1: This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. Happy holidays, everybody. Hey, coming up next week on the program, we're going to have tips on how you can cut your heating bill by 10% by installing a programmable thermostat. We'll tell you how to do that project on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.